Okay, you ready for, Ready to do number two? Yeah. And by number two, I mean the second story. <laughs> <laughs> Poop jokes. Yes. Woo. Welcome to the Gravity Beard Podcast. This is another installment of Bad Date Stories. Our guests today are Janelle and Rachel, two of the three hosts of the Sipping Sisters Podcast. This is part two of a two-part episode. In part one, you'll remember Rachel told her story. This time it's Janelle who will try to top her sister with hers. Then we'll set up a Twitter poll and let you decide which one was better. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Gravity Beard Podcast. Thanks. Thank you. Yay. And so this time you guys have come back together and Rachel told her story the last time we were together. And this time Janelle's agreed to tell her bad date story. Yes. The earrings are off. I'm ready for this competition. I will do one more th- one thing before before we get started with your story. Give me the, give me the name of your show one more time and where to find it and all, all that kind of jazz just so people know. Yeah, so we're the Sipping Sisters. We are a podcast of three sisters and we uh, sip through what we see on our screen. So we basically drink and talk about TV, mm-hmm. mostly. Um, and... You can find us on Twitter at Three Sipping Sisters, and then you can email us email us at Sipping Sisters Pod at gmail dot com, and then we're on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff um, at Sipping Sisters. Terrific. Okay. Well, whenever you're ready, take it away. All right. So, my um, my bad date story starts with something that doesn't make me look very good, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. When I was a freshman in college, so this was, this was, uh, oh my gosh, this was a long time ago because I started college in 2001. So this was, this was a minute ago and it will show. So we, um, well, I'm not, I, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I, I graduated a few years before that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, so, so that really makes me feel old. I'm not going to tell you guys what I was. <laughs> please don't. I know, but please don't remind me. <laughs> Rachel was in the third grade that year. <laughs> <laughs> She's just over there growing her millennial dreams. <laughs> just waiting for my time. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I met my best friend that, that, um, season. So that year and, um, we were just kind of two peas in a pod and she's very adventurous and definitely edgy, hilarious. And we decided to make a bet about, um, getting together with our professors. (laughs) So... We had that, a, that sounds like something where when you discuss it, it sounds like a great idea, but it's actually always a really terrible idea. Oh, it really is. It really is. Um, and we kind it was like, you know, kind of silly, but, you know, we were kind of competitive and we, I don't know, we were playing around with our power, I guess, as young women and, and disturbed by our power as, with, as young women, because also there's just a lot of like shadiness with people like figures of authority taking advantage of their position which as you know <laughs> 10 15 years down the line 15 years down the line I can think about now but I think we were um yeah testing the waters and trying to figure all that out and so we decided to put some money on it so 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 uh, 
how much how what was the amount of money and what were the other stipulations of the bet yes so it was it was um it was fifty dollars um and it was fifty dollars to it was a um it was who could get there first kind of a bet um so it was basically like the first person to um so get together with we considered kissing plus um and tas counted but we're okay. So th- that is p- very key to the story, um, this bad date. So um, TAs counted, um, but professors, I think that professors, it was going to be 100. This is an so, amazing bet. Oh, my gosh. This is <laughs> so, this is embarrassing, actually, because it's kind of like, I mean, it's, it's very bad. But, I, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> Back in that time, we did a lot of things for the story. A lot, a lot of things for the story. So... So we have this bet. Um, and there weren't really, t- there was, it was a very soft bet. Like there weren't really other terms that we discussed. Uh, you know, we kind of were just like, wouldn't that be funny? And then, and then we were kind of like aware. So when we were in our classes, we would kind of like talk about like, oh, is this going to be the one? <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it interesting that your adult sensitivities are nothing like this? Right? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> I was, uh, this is when I was 17. So I definitely um, am a different person in some ways. I still, <laughs> I still kind of have respect for this, um, this bet. So in some ways, so we have this, uh, this bet. So I'm kind of like, almost like casing my TAs and my professors to be like, Hmm. Hmm. You know, where, where am I getting some, some, uh, some good signals here? So, (laughs) (laughs) so I have this, um, statistics class and I come, I, I often have been told that it is surprising that I do well in school because I maybe don't seem that smart. Oh my God, it's horrible. I know it is horrible. That that hasn't occurred to me about you at all, but thank you. That's very sweet. But but I'll I'll grant you the latitude for the purpose of the story. <laughs> thank you. Yes. So um in in this class um I did really well, and I was like setting the curve in this statistics class, and the TA was like really shocked. Like he he was he kind of was like he actually kind of questioned my like performance a little bit. Like well are you. Like he, I, he just kind of was like surprised by this, but I saw that as an opportunity to be like, that's right. I'm a woman of mystery (laughs) (laughs) and to like segue that into like, I've got all sorts of, you know, talents or, I mean, that's not, that's not what I was going for, but I tried to be alluring. um, Just represent yourself as this, as this onion of a human. Exactly. With layers to be peeled back. Exactly. Except for, you know, something that doesn't make you cry. <laughs> Hopefully. I didn't extend the metaphor that far. That's okay. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> okay. So um, basically it turns out I have more game than I thought because it kind of works. Like, and this is through a series of flirty emails, which that was how we had to do it back in the day. We didn't have any emojis. We didn't have any of that stuff. So I had like clever witticisms that I would like close my email with. And then I, I kind of opened the gate suggesting like hanging out after, um, actually this was while I was still in the class. 
Um, but I kind of suggested like, oh, well, it would be cool to, to, I don't know. I don't even know what I said, but basically opening the door to be like, let's hang out outside of school. Um, and so we, I gave him my phone number in an email. And so he, um, he called me, which was like, I was so excited. I remember like being in my dorm room and, uh, my best friend who is across the hall, like he's calling and I'm like, oh, this, yeah, this must've been the end of our freshman year because, um, I was single, obviously. Um, and so I was like, I'm like jumping up and down, but I'm like jumping up and down because I might win the bet. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to suggest is that's the only thing in this whole part that you're excited about. Yeah, that you're yeah. Excited so I may, I'm making this, um, this person seem kind of like crappy because he didn't think that I was that bright. Um, but maybe that's my own insecurity and not actually, um, you know, maybe that wasn't actually how he was thinking and he just was trying to hide or something, but he, he was actually very sweet and he like had a, he had some Ivy league background that I was like, Ooh, like he had gone to like gotten into a statistics like degree program or some other kind of math degree program at like Yale or Harvard or something like that. Um, and I'm really into smart men. Um, and so I like, I definitely was not like, ew, I, I was I wasn't like super into him or anything, but I wasn't like not into him either. You, so. you weren't repulsed by him. No, not at all. And he was a cutie, totally a cutie. So, so he was a he was a pretty good mark for you. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he was. He was like the ideal mark. This is very true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so he calls me and he invites me out on a date. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. And it's after, it's like right after finals. So um, we didn't talk about it at the time, but I do believe that an implied, if not explicit, stipulation for the bet was that it was while we were in class, like while we were in the class. So um, I'm not sure, you know, and I'm not sure the footing bet wise, but I was like, all right, let's do this. So um, okay. So we set up the date and he's, he is going to decide what it is that we do. So he picks me up from the dorm building and, um, he like rolls up in his like real old Toyota. And, um, <laughs> I definitely remember it's like my first impression of our date is that it's one of those cars that's so old. It has like the automatic seatbelt that would like move it would go oh my gosh, yes. wow. and then like you know what i'm talking about yep yes. i sure do <laughs> yeah. and so i was like i was like so awkward because it's like you know there and it like goes across your cheek and like moves your face you're like like <laughs> really hard to be like hey uh, all right attractive like it was like <laughs> <laughs> and also just like cut down his sophistication thing that he had going for him quite a bit, you know? <laughs> so, um, okay. So we get into his car and, um, I went to UCSB in Santa Barbara. And so we went to like the downtown area. There's like places with shops and like basically one, one main street where you, um, would go for, for different, um, activities. Um, and I was clearly underage. So it's not like we would go out to a bar or anything like that. Um, so how, how old was your TA, do you think? Or do you know? I've often thought about that, actually. I I don't know, but he, you know, he was in grad school. So he was at, I mean, 
I guess he could have been really young grad student, but he was probably like 22. Yeah, I was gonna say it had to have been somewhere in the mid 20s. So he yeah. was. Yeah, I would just said. And older actually, than that, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. He might he might have been older than that. So he was like really, and I was I was 18 at the time. Um, but he could have easily been six or seven years older than you. Oh, totally, totally, probably was. So that's a little shady. <laughs> um. <laughs> because nothing else about the story is just, <laughs> just his age. Yeah. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna no, look down on him. Yeah, exactly. Like I could look down on anyone. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> just this one particular part of the story is seedy. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else every, about it. <laughs> the other part is on the up and up. Oh man. Uh, uh, okay, so we get to State Street, the the name of the street that's the the main street downtown. And it becomes pretty evident that he does not have a plan. And any any idea that he has for our date is going to cost zero dollars. Like this this is a key element <laughs> to the date. Wow. So the first thing that we do, and the way that he's presenting these activities though, is like he is, you know, he is Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice, you know, he's like, oh, Great. and we're going to go do this, you know, like, mm, I'm the utmost of sophistication. So, <laughs> yes. yes, so we go to um, World Market Cafe and like, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's kind of like a, it's almost like a Urban Outfitters met Whole Foods and they had a baby. Mm-hmm. That's a really huh. good description. Thank you. So it's it's very um, like hippie and like lots of like organicy stuff, um, but it's also like a grocery store. And so he, and he had a, and he had a Groupon for it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, even worse, we didn't we didn't buy anything. We went to the back of World Market Cafe to sample the free coffee. Yes. <laughs> Golly, that's resourceful. I know he is the most resourceful. Oh my goodness. So, and like, I, 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 like, I was definitely open-minded about it. Like at the time, at the time I was like, okay, like, this is cool. Like I like coffee, I guess. And okay. Like, Ooh, this is so mature. Ooh, mature people like coffee. Again, again, this theme of, of really being willing to fight through it. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Like this, this, I don't like your instincts are probably, this isn't going well, but you're like, uh, -uh, I'm going to make the best of this. Yeah. And I didn't really have any options. Like what was I? I mean, there was no Uber. I didn't even have a, I don't even know that I, no, I had a cell phone. But it probably had no battery, knowing me. So well, and plus there's fifty dollars on the line. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. And I'm I bet you that that was that was. And you know what? Fifty dollars and really just even if it's terrible, it's a good story. So I I did kind of have that in mind, and that actually explains a lot of my college experiences. Like, well, this is awkward, but hey, it's going to be funny tomorrow. So <laughs> I'm going to be able to tell somebody about it. <laughs> Yes. And Someday I'm going to be on a podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> eventually be on a podcast about it. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So so we go to World Market Cafe, and then um, we get hopped up and ready to go from our caffeine. And then we walk down the, the street, and then we, like, pop into the library. Ooh. Okay. 
Yeah, and it's, like, not a particularly impressive library, but, like, it's a library. Like, okay, I'm down. And then um, I love books, so this is not not the way to my heart. Um, But then what he did next really, like, vomit in my mouth. So um, he... Okay, so we're, like, in the library, whatever, and so he's... (laughs) The free library. (laughs) And he's, like, ushering me to different sections of the library and, like, whispering things to me about the collections. And then he's, like, walking, walking, and he... We're in the poetry section, and he kind of, like, huddles me close, huddles me close, and he just takes, like... He's looking at me, but he grabs his hand into the stacks of random poetry books, pulls out a random book of poetry opens it to a random page and then while making eye t- eye contact just starts to recite right like looking down looking up looking down looking up just recite the poetry that's on the page in front of him that he's randomly selected I, I wish I wish I would have tried this when I was dating <laughs> and like oh, he's looking at me so intensely so like I can't roll my eyes I can't like show how I'm really feeling which is like this is the biggest turn off like I I am not a romantic person I don't like I like slam poetry I like twisted poetry I like Shel Silverstein but I sure as heck don't like some random romantic question mark poetry like question mark <laughs> oh my gosh it yeah, this was is like, so this awkward. is like an awkward scene out of the Steve Martin movie Roxanne <laughs> Exactly. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> like this guy can can't possibly be romantic if his life depended on it. He's just trying exactly. really hard. Exactly. At least he wasn't singing it, so oh. that's good. But he probably thought he had the moves. Yeah, yeah. I and, mean, and bless his heart. I, you know what, dating is hard, like Rachel has said. You know, so well, especially on a zero budget. So, so was was your <laughs> true? Was, was your was your did you say your theory on on this was that he was coming up with ideas on the fly or he had planned some of this ahead of time oh no it was definitely on the fly but he didn't know that i knew that like it was i could just tell like he had no idea his game plan like it but but he acted like he did like he was like oh and let me take you to this place like maybe the because he okay this is my this is my theory he had once like been downtown and walked around and found that hey they serve free coffee at this place and so i think that that was in his mind but I think that that was the only destination. And then the final destination that we went to, I think that he did have planned. So I guess maybe only the library. But the impromptu nature of his move with the library book, like, with the poetry library book, like, that was clearly, he just was like, I think I'm going to try this. She's going to love it. And he was probably really proud of himself for coming up with that idea. Totally. He probably <laughs> Definitely. Was. Like, I wonder if he good. used it again. Ooh. He's like, Ooh. this is a sweet move. I'm going to do it again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Stop. It was totally successful the first time. <laughs> so so, at, so at the, have you reached a point at all where you're willing to, to chuck the 50 bucks? No. No. <laughs> I was in it till the end. Like, I mean, like, to the reasonable end, you know. Right. But no, it didn't even cross my mind. Really, the only thing that was crossing my mind was, I'm bored. That was that was actually the biggest thing because I I don't like yeah it was, I'm bored, um, but that's all right like I'm kind of okay with that. You didn't but... realize you'd have to you'd have to be so bored in order to earn fifty dollars. Exactly. Oh, I was willing to do a lot of things but not be bored. I could have just gotten a job and then the jeez fifty dollars. <laughs> I did have a job actually, so 
but um <laughs> okay so the final destination yeah so then we did end up going to the final destination from there we walked around probably did some other free stuff i don't know looked at a sculpture garden or something <laughs> and then um we got in the car and we like went to this location that he had obviously scoped out i think that he had i think he actually spent a lot of time alone you know and i think that like that was these he had discovered a couple of these things when he was just like checking out the area so it's basically this like very hilly area. So Santa Barbara is by the ocean. So there are places where you can have ocean views and it was within a neighborhood and it like kind of had an ocean view, but we like went into this random neighborhood, went up, 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 up. And then he like had this little turnoff area that he had found, but it wasn't like cute. Like it, it didn't have a beautiful view. It was up, but like we couldn't see the ocean. We kind of could, we looked out over like some like, uh, it was nice, some like rolling hills, but it was like in a neighborhood. So we're like basically across the street from homes, but there's like a clearing between a couple trees so we can like see out and down some hills to some other pretty trees. But like it is, it has a sidewalk. Like this isn't like a nature area. It's like where you would go and like, you know, ride your bike or walk your dog or whatever. Yeah, this does seem like a fail since you have a giant ocean right there. Yeah. Right, totally. exactly. Like, go to the beach. There's tons of different fun places. Um, you can just look but, at the ocean and it'd be good enough. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and so, okay, so we get out of the car. He's like, let's get out of the car. And he's he's full of suggestions at this point. So, okay. <laughs> it's hard for me to pick which my favorite part of this bad date is because there, there, there are some gems for me. But I think that this is my favorite part. So... He, um, he's like, sit here, sit here. So I go and I'm literally sitting on the curb of the sidewalk. So he's like, and, but he ushers me there as if it's a great idea. So we're sitting like, like he didn't bring a blanket or something so we could sit on some grass. Like it's just, we're on the curb. Like I, you know, got pulled over and get handcuffed or something. <laughs> so he takes out this huge, um, album this huge photo album that he had he had it in like the side you know the side of his of, of the door it was like hiding there and so he takes it out and he's like beaming with pride and he comes over and he sits next to me on the curb and then he proceeds to like open the photo album and regale me with with the, the moments that he has had when he traveled abroad and it's pictures of him as he has traveled abroad <laughs> <laughs> oh yes this is this this, this the, the way you're presenting this makes it sound exactly like when you gather all your relatives together in the living room to watch old film of your family vacation <laughs> yes yes exactly except for i have no idea who any of these people are like i don't obviously i don't even know him yeah. so like i and <laughs> yes. I, you know so and here we are in portugal and we are sipping on these like he he's really really going for sophisticated it's and, like, it, and it's all it's all places abroad that he figured out where he could go for free <laughs> he's like and this is where i spent the last of my money <laughs> yeah, this is why we can't go anywhere that costs anything. Exactly. This is the story of my destitution. Isn't it romantic? <laughs> I'm like I'm like Hemingway. <laughs> 
Seriously. He probably thinks he's so suave. <laughs> yeah, he was, I mean, like, thinking about how old he was, like, thinking about it now, like, I can see where his missteps happened. But that was really the, the icing for me, where I was like, you've got... I also, I hate that kind of stuff. Like, a lot of, um, a lot of my, whatever, not colleagues, a lot of my peers in college were, like, impressed with the guys who would be like, hey, hey, Janelle, you want to come to my room and, like, listen to some music? And I'm like, all right. And they go, and then they just play guitar for you that they learned over the summer, and it's the same John Mayer song over and over, but they can't get past, like, you know, they don't even get to the the bridge because they're really kind of terrible about it, at it. But they expect you to be wooed because they aren't actually thinking about you at all. They're just thinking that, like, please come and adore me. Hey, hey Room, Room for Squares was an excellent album. <laughs> Listen, if it was John Mayer <laughs> or if you're like legitimately good at an instrument and you get several people around and you are doing a community thing and like singing and and listen, that's super fun. It's just the like expectation that is enjoyable for somebody else to just be stationary and watch you do something. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't expect somebody to, like, come and watch me read. Like, just... <laughs> I love to do this. Why don't you watch me do it? And I... It's... Yeah, it's a thoughtfulness thing. Like, you know, you gotta read cues. Is she enjoying this? Or maybe, you know, could she help you? Or, you know, could you teach her how to play? Maybe, you know, like, it's... It, I think that dating should be interactive. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... I absolutely agree. Well, how, how else was he gonna going to communicate his opinion that your body was a wonderland. <laughs> this is a really good point. Like, My bubblegum toes. I mean, uh, how else on. could he do that without getting out his guitar? There's no Barf. <laughs> Barf. Yeah. Now that looking back, you realize he had no choice. He had to do that. <laughs> I love it. I might also like to point out that he brought out a photo album. Yes. And now it'd be like, yo, girl, look at my Instagram, though. And like flip through his yeah. Instagram. But he brought out a photo album. I love but it. But I think that <laughs> I, I do love it. I think that the Instagram thing would be worse oh, because like you worse. know that I already have access to that. So like at least you put the effort in and you had a thought. And, you know, I mean he's a grad student, so yeah, he probably did not have much money at all. And he was trying to he was trying to be fun. It just came off it just came off as ridiculous. So <laughs> I think maybe it's because that was totally ridiculous. That was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, like, if you, if you don't have money, like, there's such a different way to go about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we were informed by, like, you know, she's all that and Aww. these, like, rom-coms that totally, I think, like, romanticize romanticism. And, like, of course she's going to love hearing stories of European adventures and, and fancy coffee that's in a fancy store and random expressions of poetry. Like, I could see how that in, like, a, you know, from, like, media, maybe, like, you just kind of have in your mind that that's what girls would like. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. totally. Sure. As misguided as that is, I'm sure that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the same thing. So how did it end? It's just mm-hmm. in a much more negative way, I feel like. Yeah. Like, oh, like, I'm trying to impress you with my sweet wit and my poetry and cool photo mm-hmm. album. <laughs> now yeah. I don't even want to know. <laughs> so how did the date end? So he drops me off at my dorm. And at that point, I definitely, like, in my mind was like, all right, $50. What are we going to do here? <laughs> decision because time. decision time because I didn't 
want to kiss him. And I didn't, like, I didn't want to kiss him just because I wanted to win the bet. Mm. But, like, I did want to win the bet. So I, it was, it was crunch time. It was choice time. And I went with my integrity and exited the vehicle sans kiss. I actually think we might have high-fived. Shut <laughs> up. You did not high-five. You did not high-five. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't get out of the car, actually. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I might have, like, ran away. Yeah, we high-fived. What else is there? Why does he know? have to get out of the yeah, car? He... The high-five had been executed. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. High-five does not mean you get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like... Okay, so so let's just return just briefly to the crossroads that you were at, because earning the $50 would also grossly miscommunicate that you had any interest in, in him at all. Yes. Mm. And so so not doing it and that resulting in a high five also clearly communicates that you have no interest in him at all. Well, you'd think, but actually... Oh, dear. Um, he called and asked me on a second date. And in typical this guy fashion, the way that he did that is he left me this voicemail and it was like, I couldn't quite tell what he was quoting, but it was basically like almost like a Shakespearean or Elizabethan language. And so it was like the ladies are dining as the gentlemen, you know, pursue their blah, blah, blah endeavors. Join me on the 15th of April at blah, blah, blah in the afternoon for a night of, and then he actually invited me to something I think he had to pay for, which was a movie. Um, <laughs> Wait, this is like but he called his message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I just never called him back. Oh, I wouldn't have either. What the? What's the? Oh, for? <laughs> oh, I just felt bad though. Oh. I didn't even like. I didn't even like say no. Thank you. I didn't say thank. I didn't say thank you for the first date. You know, I'd like to be friends, or you're a little too old for me, or I'm, you know, busy trying to, trying to focus. On. I didn't say anything. I just, I just went silent yeah okay so so let me just interject the guy's perspective mm. i would have wanted the call back but i think all you would have had to say to me was um hey remember how our last date ended in a high five <laughs> <laughs> and then no, really matter, no matter what he said after that you just say and i'll talk to you later so. yeah. <laughs> bye now bye now it was a high five that oh should my gosh but back then we didn't see that would have been so much easier if I had text because I could have just done a high five emoji. Oh my god! And he would have been like, "I got you, girl. I get it. See you later." Yeah. Or I could have said, "No, thank." Like it's so much easier to text because it's yeah. not as intimate. Like actually having right. to call and talk to him and reject him, like that was something I I mean as an eighteen year old especially I just like didn't have. I had apparently, you know, I had the ovaries to go after my professors and TAs, but I did not have them to like respectfully decline future um, romantic interactions. Oh, that's a story of my life. I'm horrible at something mm. like that. I kind of wish we didn't have texting. I think it's ruining everything. I miss the days where you like actually had to wait for a physical phone call and mm. you could only like get a hold of you or someone when they were at home. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Yes. All right, so so I have to ask since since the how did how did uh -oh. the bet end? yes I thank you I have to know oh man um I won the bet <laughs> <laughs> yes. well I'm 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 not terribly surprised about Me that either. but 
obviously with the failure of the date you just told us, you had to start over. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to start over. Yes. Okay. Oh, my right. God. And I did not win the bet until my um, the end of my sophomore year of college. So until the, the basically until a year and a half later. Yeah, that bet went way longer than I would have thought it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so did did the person you had the bet with have any near misses? Yes, yes. Interesting. And then, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And actually, she she later. I mean, she didn't win the bet, but she later satisfied the conditions of the bet. If that makes sense. It does. <clears throat> wow, good for her, even though she didn't get the fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We have a lot of um, we have a lot of good stories from college. Yeah, you were a yeah, fun as bunch. You, as you should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Janelle, that was a terrific bad date story. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. This was really fun. Thank you for inviting us and having us on. This was really cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tell us one more time where to find your show. You can find us um, our show on SoundCloud and iTunes at Three Sipping Sisters. You can also find us um, on Twitter at Three Sipping Sisters Pod. It was great to meet you guys. Thanks so much for coming on and doing this. Yeah, yeah, thank you so great much for having us. That was so fun. And if anybody else out there has a bad date story, just reach out to me on Twitter or on email at contactthebeard.com, and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. All of their fine work can be found on the YouTube audio library. You can follow us on Twitter at TheGravityBeard. Also, please stop by iTunes and subscribe to the show. Next week, we have a special treat for you as Paul Shomo and Donna Hume from the Varmints Podcast will be joining us. After that, Lord Saunders and I will bring you the next installment of This Week Today. And near the end of the month, we hope to bring you an update on our D.B. Cooper episode. It will come in two parts. One will feature Marty Andrade, the author of Finding D.B. Cooper. And in the second, Derek Godsey will join us. You'll not believe how much progress he's made since we last spoke in mid-April. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. This is the Gravity Beard Crab Pass. Thank you.